Excuse me, but are you loving this podcast? If you are, you can support the show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. All you have to do is hit the link in the show description to support now. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Excuse me, I have something to say. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Excuse Me, I Have Something to Say. I want to start by thanking you so much for tuning in and choosing to spend a little bit of your precious time here with me. I'm Sean Philip Naylor. You can call me Sean and I'll be your host. So this here is probably a great time to point out to all of you that I have never done this before. I am brand new to the world of podcasting. And I have never done a podcast before. And more importantly, I suppose, I've never really opened up so publicly with my own story or opinions about any of the topics which we'll be discussing on the show. So needless to say, you guys will be getting to know me very well over the coming weeks. But for now, thank you for your assistance in popping my podcasting cherry. For those of you who are just jumping straight in on episode one, welcome. Unfortunately, though, you missed out on my god-awful two-minute trailer. So I'll give you guys a brief briefing about what to expect in the coming episodes. And for those of you who did listen to the trailer, you've got approximately two minutes to go and put the kettle on, pour a wine, go to the loo, dance around naked, provided you're at home or in a quiet space. Um, whatever you want to do for a couple of minutes. So guys, in each episode of Excuse Me, we'll be delving into various aspects of life and of the human experience. Because let's face it, life can be pretty difficult to navigate at times and it doesn't come with a manual to help you get through those tricky situations that we all seem to find ourselves in. Season one's episodes will be released fortnightly up until the end of the year with the odd little extra treat here and there should uh, the current coronavirus situation allow us to even record. Every episode will tackle a different challenge or experience about this so-called life. I'll also be introducing you to some of the most interesting, inspiring and influential people that I've been lucky enough to cross paths with over the years. And of course, who are willing to share their stories and their experiences and their views with us. So let's get started. 
first question of I excuse me I have something to say is who the fuck am I truthfully I still have no idea but like everybody else I'm still trying to figure it all out here's what I do know my name is Sean Philip Naylor and I was born in Leicester England in August of 1985 that makes me both a Virgo and an elder millennial if you know what I'm talking about when I say elder millennial, then good on you. If you don't, you perhaps might want to head over to Netflix and watch Eliza Schlesinger's comedy special of the same name. She's a pretty funny lady. Anyway, I'm a creative type, an emotional soul, a lover of love, a hopeless romantic at heart. I love to travel and I want to see more of the world. I love to hear people's stories because every single one is so vastly different. I love animals. And apparently I love the word love, which I do. Um, I care too much about the wrong things. I'm still looking for my calling in life. A jack of all trades, but a master of none. I'm not really much of a risk taker. And I try really hard to believe in the good in people. I make many, many, many mistakes, sometimes ridiculously huge ones. I try to forgive. I rarely forget, unless unless it's something important. It seems to be the older I get, the more I seem to get uh, to forget those important things. But ultimately, just like all of you, I am a beautifully broken, perfectly imperfect individual who is walking the planet just trying to find my place and my voice and trying not to hurt anyone along the way. I would say in that department, I've had uh, moderate success, but to be honest, I could be better. So that's me in a nutshell, just an ordinary guy who lives an ordinary life and who is completely unqualified to be giving out any kind of advice. So dear listeners, please take anything I say with a pinch of salt and goodwill and know that uh, I personally believe everyone on this planet is completely unique. However, we all share the same human experience. Now, with the podcast, I guess the greater goal is to help people see that they're not alone in their thoughts or their experiences and that it's okay to have questions or to make mistakes and to talk about them openly and honestly. If we manage to accomplish that and make one person feel a little bit better, well then I have done more than I actually set out to do. And that would be amazing. So how did, how did we get here? How did we get to the point where I've decided to start a podcast and you lovely people have chosen to click on that tiny little play button? Truthfully, I can't really say what brought you guys to me, but I can start by sharing what brought me here to you. Uh, one of the ideas of the podcast is, of course, to have open and sometimes uncomfortable conversations. And this one is a little bit about my journey, my story. And for me, it's going to be a little uncomfortable to talk about. So here we go. Tear it off like a Band-Aid. My life's journey to this point has been fairly interesting. I've been lucky enough to 
have dual citizenship between England and Australia. And for that, I, I've also been fortunate enough to be able to live in both countries. Um, I currently reside in Queensland, Australia, and I would say that I'm somewhat happy here at the minute. Uh, back in early 2016, I had myself a bit of a breakdown. As it turns out, I really hadn't been dealing with my emotions and situations from the past. Um, things dating back to, gosh, before I care to remember. But being a good English boy like I am, I was very good at having that stiff upper lip and not wanting to burden anyone with my problems. I mean, who would want to listen, right? And, you know, it, it was much easier to pretend that everything was okay. So I kept a lot to myself. As it turns out, if you keep pushing everything you're feeling down, well, you know what? It has nowhere left to go. And once you're full and you can't fit any more in, the pressure will cause you to, well, cause it to implode. And for me, mine completely devastated my life at the time. And to be honest, I feel like I've never been the same since. And this is where my, my journey to podcasting really starts. It starts with the emotion. Um, so guys, after I completely chernobyled my life back in 2016, I took the appropriate steps to seek professional help. Um, I realized that my behavior and certain things that, that had happened were not really normal for me. So I went to see my GP who referred me to a psychiatrist who would come to determine that I was suffering with anxiety and depression. And truthfully, I had absolutely no idea. I knew something was wrong. I knew I didn't feel right. But once I was able to identify what was actually going on with me, it allowed me to be able to take back a level of control. Inevitably, though, I had to speak with my boss about my situation and my current mental health state because I had to reschedule some shifts at work to be able to fit in the therapy sessions. But upon finding out that I was suffering with anxiety and depression, my boss at the time advised me that I was not to let anybody else know. Now, I understand that I was in a management position, but aren't managers people too? Don't they go through regular life things? Shouldn't we be able to talk about this? It was at this point, though, I had gone through, at this point, I'd gone through so much and everything was still so raw. And to have him add a level of shame to my current situation, if I'm honest, that was really damaging. Uh, and shame at that point was a feeling that I hadn't associated with my current situation. All of that, the, that didn't sit well with me. So I told him that there was, I felt no shame in going through what I was going through and that it's actually my journey and I should be allowed to confide in whomever I choose. Once more though, told me that that's, that wouldn't be a good idea. It would be the wrong. It was after this conversation with him that my relationship uh, with, with him really started to deteriorate. And eventually I made the decision that that position I was working in was no longer healthy or the right fit for me and slowly started to, to work my way out of there. After moving on from uh, that unhelpful situation, I found myself surrounded by some great new people. I was happy to go to work every day. My relationship, which somehow managed to survive the wreckage of my breakdown, was back on track. But you know, life, just like any time things are going great, she decides to throw another goddamn snowball in your face. 
This time, it was a few couple of years later, and the snowball was in the form of my dear friend Flynn. Flynn lived in Wales, and before that, she and I met when she lived in England, when we both lived in England, and uh, we were both working together on the club scene. Flynn formed a major part of my logical family. Some people call it their chosen family. And I'd often say later on in life, after I got a little uh, perspective of the situation, I, I would say that she helped to change the trajectory of my life um, and I'm sure I'm sure we'll all talk about that later on in another episode or something but whilst I was blowing up my life dear Flynn had been wonder womaning her own fight with cancer for years um, I hadn't seen her since before her diagnosis when I moved back to, to Australia and in mid 2017 I think yeah 2017 I was contacted by our dear friend Jules and she she told me that if I if I wanted to get some Flynn time, I might need to hop on a plane and get back to the UK sooner rather than later. Um, so my partner Benny and I, we hightailed it out of Oz and back to the UK, which was incredible in itself. To get to take the man of my dreams, to meet my entire family and all my friends that he'd heard so much about, it it was really special for me. When we met up with Flynn, when we were... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Over there, we stayed in the cutest little cottage in Wales. Flynn, Jules, Benny, myself, and another good friend of ours, Emma. The, the cottage was situated at the bottom of an idyllic mountain scenario and it was November and it was cold and the cottage even had uh, a little closet door that said that it led to Narnia it was so cute hello Mr. Tumnus anyway we had the best time reconnecting creating new memories and it goes down as probably the happiest weekend of my life when Benny and I came back to Australia we kept in close contact with the girls, especially uh, regarding Flynn's treatments. However, skip ahead to Christmas 2018 and Flynn's prognosis had taken a turn for the worse. She was still so incredibly positive, always looking for forward to something and making jokes about how she loves to prove the doctors wrong and she had done for years. 
It was Christmas 2018 and Flynn loved Christmas. She adored it. I mean, God, the woman literally created a tiny Christmas town in her house every year. Uh, On Christmas Day 2018, we were celebrating in Australia by having Christmas at the creek. I sent Flynn a picture of Benny floating around on a giant blow-up flamingo with the message, Merry Christmas from my family to yours. And I got back a very simple reply, just said, Merry Christmas, with three big kisses. This was the last message I would ever receive from my best friend. Within the first few days of January, I was getting ready for work. I was dancing around my house, getting ready, Um, my Bluetooth speaker playing God knows what's probably something awful. Um, it cut off and my phone started to ring instead and I looked at the screen on my phone and there was Jules's gorgeous face looking up at me and I paused. Somehow I knew what the call was about. I took a second. I answered the phone with a, hey you. I remember so clearly Jules saying, as she does, hey pal. And before she could even say anything, I I asked her, is this the call I think it is? And she was silent for just a second. And then she said, yeah, Flynn's gone. I don't really remember too much of the conversation after that, other than Jules getting annoyed with herself because she forgot to check to make sure that I had somebody there to support me after the bad news, you know, being on the other side of the world. But I was on the phone with her, with Jules, and that's exactly who I needed at that moment of my life. In the moments that followed the conversation, I sat half-dressed in full silence on my couch, and I was surprised at how present I was. I don't think I've ever been more present It felt like I could hear every noise. I had the windows open. I could hear every noise coming from outside. I could hear dogs barking streets away. I could hear the wind rustling through the palm trees in the neighbor's garden out the front. I could hear kids at the bottom of the driveway, you know, playing. And then, then I got mad at myself for thinking about all the sounds and not not about Flynn. The sudden... The, the the first moments that you go through through grief and loss are an incredible experience to go through and again the ones that the, the ones that come after are, they're an experience um i don't recommend it if you can avoid it but unfortunately none of us can i know it sounds super corny but i felt like i lost a part of myself that day and i know that Although none of us have ever really said it, all of us who loved her lost a part of ourselves that day. It kind of just goes without saying. I'd never gone through a loss quite like this and I didn't know what to do. I became pretty closed off and to be quite frank, I think I became a nightmare to be around and to live with. Um, After a few weeks had passed, I felt like the only way to get my feelings out was to write about them. But I didn't know if I was brave enough. I did have the idea that if I needed to write about 
my feelings of grief, then there might be someone out there who needs to hear about somebody else going through or experiencing grief. So I set about writing a blog. I got stuck into it. And to be honest, it was a really good way to channel my energies at the time. I set up a whole WordPress account and everything. It's amazing. And the name, the name for it, I'd already been sitting on for for a little while. Um, It was really just described how I was feeling throughout a few different areas of my life. And the name is, of course, excuse me, I have something to say. It's catchy, right? Since my initial breakdown, I had become lost. I'd lost myself. I'd lost my voice. And over the years, I think I I just kind of become an agreeable person who didn't really say how they're feeling. And you know what, to be honest, to this day, I'm still working on trying to be more outspoken and more honest about my feelings. But I just, there's just something in me that just says people don't want to hear about it. And, you know, another reason why I'm doing this, because it's, I guess, cathartic. And if if it benefits me, it might benefit someone else. Anyway, we've already spoken about that. So I started the blog, excuse me, I have something to say off nice and easy with an introduction uh, blog and then one on love because Valentine's Day was fast approaching and I felt like it was an easy, an easy start. Uh, eventually though things got deep and and very raw with my blog posts specifically to the moon and back when that was the one that that um i wrote about losing flynn and then also my coming out story which i called somewhere over the rainbow because i'm not subtle you know gay uh, these two articles got a fair bit of attention um and comments from friends family and people i didn't know And I realized that perhaps I do have something of value to say and I do have a voice that might just be worth listening to. And to some people, my stories and experiences might actually be helpful. So I continued the blog. However, eventually I I became a little inconsistent. Sorry about that. But it's because I found myself only wanting to write when I was going through something negative I have an abundance of drafts on my site that I never published because I was just going through something and needed to write, write about it and didn't feel it was, I guess, publish worthy things in my life. They started to get good again. I found myself writing less and less. And within a few months I was back in England, but this time for Emma's wedding, a massive deal. Emma is such a a part of my life and of my logical family. And she, Flynn and I, we're all so deeply connected for a time the three of us were inseparable and Emma's wedding was the tonic that 2019 and my life needed it was amazing upon returning home though to Australia I found myself wanting to do something more positive with my energies and it was at this point I first considered podcasting because my partner Benny he'd been trying to get me into one that he liked which is called the gazer revolting eventually i did and is an absolutely great show and i listen to it every week and keep up the good work boys if you don't listen to it go and listen to it the gays are revolting great lgbt uh podcast for everybody to listen to and enjoy 
anyway, I found myself loving that show. I also found myself loving shows like Jonathan Van Ness's Getting Curious or Anna Faris's Unqualified and a lot more in that sort of vein. And I like the mix between open, real life experiences, topical conversations and interviews. And I found myself thinking that Excuse Me could fit quite nicely into that genre. But what can I do differently to all the others that are out there? I thought, you know what, I'll just have frank and open conversations about the snowballs that life wants to throw at all of us. Topical discussions on feminism, politics, a little bit of fun, talking about, you know, surviving embarrassing situations, experiencing getting older. All these topics are on the table because who knows how the fuck we're actually supposed to deal with any of this. It's all just experience and exposure. And let's expose ourselves, so to speak. Uh, the, The main difference here though is I don't necessarily want to to interview people who specialize in particular areas or interview celebrities about their opinions on life I want to hear from real everyday people how they deal with their everyday experiences you know not that celebrities aren't real people because they are and I'd love to have a chat with a couple of them to find out more about how they see the world around them that that's a topic for another day but just you know what about everyone else on the planet we're all going through the same shit regular people like you and I go through the same things and who have great great incredible stories to tell or opinions to share and you know we don't always have the voice or a platform to be able to speak up or do so so here we are welcome to excuse me i have something to say well guys that's a wrap on our very first episode of excuse me i have something to say thank you so much for listening to my story and thank you so much for sticking around until the end i really appreciate it Now, you can rate and review uh, today's episode on your podcast provider. I would love to get any feedback that you guys might wish to share with me or any questions I'm happy to answer in the next episode. Speaking of which, the next episode we'll be talking about how to survive the embarrassing situations that life throws at you. And I'll be introducing you guys to two of my very, very good friends. But for now... That's it. Thank you so much for joining me. Please follow the Instagram account at Excuse Me I Have Something to Say or me personally at Sean Phillip Official. And please stop on by to the official website, Excuse Me I Have Something to Say.com. Until next time, I'm Sean Phillip Naylor. Thank you so much for joining me.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.